This week we are talking about the area of service, and I think this is one of the more common spiritual disciplines that people get involved in because it's a natural thing to want to serve God when you are living for God. And most churches have a service component. Um, they're constantly asking their people to serve. And so it's much more common and people are much more familiar with it. But I think it's really important to examine our heart and the reasons why we are serving. And is there this element of self-righteousness in our service? And how can we prevent that? So we're going to start that conversation today. Again, just a reminder, that throughout the summer we're doing these conversations in five parts just because everybody has less time in the summer and you can have the option of listening to a shorter episode or listening to a couple together if you have time on a specific day. So I pray that this blesses you. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know that you have been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus, how he calls them, how he encourages them, how he equips them. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, helping you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I also include a lot of cultural and historical information that makes these familiar passages of scripture really come alive. This is a great study to do with maybe your teen girls or a group of friends from church, and it will really help you gain confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we are continuing our series on spiritual disciplines with the study of this idea of service, serving God. I pray it blesses you. And I wanted to take a quick moment just to read a review that came in from Corey and Yvonne. It says, this is on Apple Podcasts. It says, love how Rachel helps us draw closer to the heart of God. And there in his presence, we get reminded of who we are in him. I love that. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate that encouragement. And if you haven't done so already and you've been listening to this podcast for for a couple weeks now, I would love it if you would go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. 
that is such an encouragement to me to kind of keep going, to let me know I'm on the right track. And I love hearing testimonies of what God is doing through the podcasting realm in general. Um, I think this is a medium that, that that God can certainly use despite the time or space. I mean, you might be listening to this a year later and to know that God continues to move on your behalf and using this podcast is just so incredible. It's kind of what fuels me to keep going. So today we are uh, continuing our spiritual discipline series, and today we're talking about the last of the outward disciplines. We started with inward disciplines, now we're talking about outward disciplines. The last one in this category is the discipline of service, and service is one of my favorites, and it's one of the ones I think people are the most familiar with. I think it's helpful to start off by saying um, some scripture that Jesus talked about with when it comes to serving in Mark. Mark chapter 10, verse 45, Jesus says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. And of course, there are lots of uh, scriptures about serving, but that's one of my favorites. And it's kind of the, the motto for why I serve in the community that I live in and also globally. So I, I want to talk about serving today, and we're going to look at a couple different things. We're going to look at the difference between self-righteous service and true service and what the difference is. We're going to look at some examples from scripture, and we're going to talk about uh, discernment versus our feelings. So lots to get into today, so we're going to go ahead and get started. I think sometimes I've taught a lot of people over the years in different workshops and things on how to find their spiritual giftings because their spiritual giftings play into the way that they are called to serve. I believe if you were a, a follower of Jesus, we are called to serve. And um, I've always been involved in churches that believe that everybody has a job to do and, you know, everybody off the bench. And for the sake of the advancement of the kingdom, we all are called to serve and some capacity. Now, is everybody called to be a pastor? No. Just like not everybody's called to be a worship leader. If I started leading worship at our church, you'd probably turn around and leave because it's just not my calling. Um, so we have different giftings and different callings on our lives, but everybody is called to serve in some capacity. And so um, one of the things that I think that is a barrier, especially with younger believers, is this idea that uh, we don't have time in our life to serve. And the reality is, is when we lay down our life to serve, to serve God, that's when we find it. And so I wanted to start off with just looking at some indicators of service and to see what the difference is between self-righteous service and true service. Because I think this is another mistake I would say newer believers make, but I've seen people that have been saved for, you know, 40 years make the same mistake. I, I, I want to address this because we want to make sure that we are approaching this idea of service based out of the overflow of the heart of what God is doing in and through us and not because it's going to get us something. So the first category I want to look at is human effort. So if we are serving and it's coming through human effort, that is an indicator of self-righteous service versus true service. So like I just said, um, service really, the, the foundational aspect of service is you have a relationship with Jesus. Jesus is doing something in and through your life. And the overflow of that 
and a combination of that overflow and your spiritual gifting, that is a natural way to serve. And it is a very easy thing to thing to um, kind of connect the dots with. And it's it's not that it's not ever tiring. Yes, of course, especially uh, I work with children a lot. It's always tiring. Um, but but Jesus's yoke is easy. And so I think if we're in a place of having to give a lot of energy and effort and finances and really just kind of forcing this thing along, that is different than a natural overflow of what God's doing in your heart. And I believe that God will equip you to do what he has called you to do. Now, does that mean that you're not ever going to be scared? Absolutely not. When I started our first or very first outreach ministry to, um, women that were being trafficked in Nairobi, Kenya, scared out of my mind, scared out of my mind, going into the red light district in the middle of the night in a very uh, busy city in the middle of Africa, scared out of my mind. However, the actual ministry part when it came to sharing the gospel with the women and getting them off the street and, uh, you know, ministering to them, super easy because it was an overflow of what God had done in my own life. And that that mess that I had come out of, God used for his glory. So the actual serving part should be the easy part. Now, there's all sorts of things that go into that. And of course, I'm not naive. Obviously, it took money to get to Africa and all those kinds of things. But God provided the money. And um, we just saw his hand in every single aspect of that. And so kind of look at this. Is this something that you are doing because this is a human effort and you want the notoriety of it or you want, you know, you you think you want it or is this really something that God is doing in your heart? Okay, we're going to stop there for today and continue this conversation tomorrow. Let's pray. God, thank you for the opportunity to serve you in the different ways that you have equipped us and called us. Lord God, I pray that even now we would start to think about this idea of self-righteous service versus really, truly serving you as an overflow of our heart. God, help us to recognize the areas in our lives that we may be serving because it makes us feel good or because it, it helps people view us in a different light. But God, help us to instead get that attitude in check and really um, hone in on the things that, that you are calling us to do that don't need to be seen by other people. God, check our attitudes and our hearts and help us to cleanse these areas that are sometimes so hard to even identify and think of. But God, we recognize that some of these attitudes of our hearts are barriers to really hearing your voice clearly. So God, I pray that even if it's difficult to think through some of these things, you would call us into obedience as we start to recognize them. God, I thank you for the different ways that you want to grow us in our spiritual lives. And I thank you that you will meet us where we're at. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey friends, before you go, I just wanted to fill you in on something. I've gotten a lot of questions recently about what's next. People have gone through the She Hears Bible study and they kind of want to have some direction as far as what to do next. Don't worry, I will be writing more studies, but in the meantime, the goal of the She Hears Bible study was to not only help you to learn how to hear Jesus through the example of the six women 
in the study, but really for you to have a, a set of tools to use that you can apply to other passages of scripture. So what I have available for you on the resources page of my website is a couple different tools to help you do just that. And depending on your budget, there's lots of options. The first option is just a very simple uh, ESV version book of John Bible journal. And so what that is, is on one side, you have the scripture from the the whole book of John. So on one side, you have the actual scripture verse by verse. And on the other side, you have places to take notes. And so that's a really easy place to continue doing the color method of study. And if you don't have the colors that we have designated in the study, those are available. I think they're just a couple bucks in the, in the resources page as well. But you can continue to use that color method throughout, you know, one chapter or a, a couple verses. It's a really easy way to do that. And they're small. You can kind of tuck it into your bag. The second resource is similar, except it's all four gospels like that. And so that, that one is done by Hosanna Revival and they're just beautiful. Um, I love them, just the aesthetic of them. They make me feel really special when I'm working in them. And so that's all four of the Gospels. And that's a little bit more expensive because you're getting the whole set. And then the third option, and there's two different price points depending on what you're looking for, is we have journaling Bibles. And so there's the hardcover that are beautifully painted, and then also the leather bound. And what I love about those is when you open them up inside, you will see space in the margins to continue to write. Some people just have a thing about writing in their Bibles. Not me. My Bibles are all marked up. But if you have a thing about writing in your Bibles, this could be a dedicated journaling Bible where you can do the color method and not worry about getting, you know, your study Bible all messed up. And so I pray that those resources bless you. I started putting those in the shop after people started requesting them. And then I realized that I never really told you guys about them unless you private message me. So in case you're looking for what's next, what's more, this is a really good transition after you finish the She Hears Bible study. I pray that it blesses you. Have a good week, friends. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.